see, young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. This is Aaron Ashley Simon. This is Brandon Kilobage Hall. And welcome to another episode of Grassroots Podcast, where it's not about your past or present, it's also about your future. Today, we have another episode, just me and Brandon. Yeah, buddy. Just the two of us. Hey. hey. Uh, we're going to be talking about some interesting topics, serious manner, funny manner, all around a good time. Yeah, all around good time. But I'm going to let you start off with this first one. We're starting off first. You got it. All right. Um, so wait, do I want to start with the relationship one or do I want to start with LeVar Ball? Mm-mm. Let's start with the Ball. Let's LeVar. Th- yeah, let's start I think with it's Le- a good lead way into okay. the other topics. Uh, so recently, LeVar Ball uh, is pretty much introducing his own league yeah. for high school athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, paying some some uh, serious money, apparently. Um I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> um, for, for me personally, I don't know that it is the best thing for kids. You know what I mean? Um, I, I don't know that it sends a, a good precedent. And I'm not a LeVar Ball hater. I'm, I'm, I'm very big on what he does for his kids. I'm, I'm, I've, I've said it you know, a million times on the, on the podcast that mm-hmm. I like that he's active in his kids' lives. And, and he's their biggest cheerleader. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he empowers them. He makes them feel good. So I'm, I'm with all of that shit. Yeah. This move, though, I don't know. But I don't know if I'm rolling. I don't know if I'm rolling. But because I just feel like in 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 in, uh, in the world we live in now, as far as just being competitive and, and, and just Murphy's Law of things happening, kind of want to have on, have some, some, some backup, some security. You know what I'm saying? Like, and not to say that college is for everyone, schooling is for everyone. There are people that are, you know, e- extraordinary and gifted, mm-hmm. but not everyone is extraordinary and or gifted. So I just feel like it sets a bad precedent or, or gives incorrect direction to misguided basketball, young basketball players in, in high school that can just say, well, you know, scratch that i don't need to go to high school i mean i don't need to go to college i can just go to go to lavar balls league you know what i'm saying and and then god forbid you get injured god forbid something doesn't happen mm-hmm. god forbid you know the moment you take a check from a league like that and then you know you get injured or whatever doesn't work out your your high school career is done you know okay. what i'm saying like there's there's not much that you could really do after that so i don't know i feel like it, it, it's kind of pigeonholing them a little bit i'm not mad at it because honestly, I think within the next maybe five years, we'll extend to six years, I think the one and done rule is going to be done. I don't think that we're going to have the one and done rule anymore. I think, you know, Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner, even criticized it and he says it doesn't work. Um, and we've seen situations where um, players have gone and they could have it where, like, if 
you don't go, if you go straight from high school, if you don't go, you could still play college. I think that if they set up the system correctly, I don't think there's going to be any problems. But I do have a feeling that the one and done rule is going to be changed and altered. I mean, they're already talking about it, some replacements for it to fix it. So I'm not mad at the fact that he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just curious to see how he's going to set it up because there was another league that ended up being a scam because the guy who helped to create it like went to jail for like fraud and all that stuff. That was interesting. Um, well, yeah, but I don't think he's. I don't think he's doing. Well, that. no, 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 no. But I'm just saying, like, I'm interested in seeing. Like, I know people are probably skeptical, but I want to understand. Like, you know. What is he going to do? What are the relationships or partnerships he has? This isn't that. Like, a, a lot of times, like, when you see people talk about LeVar Balls, there's people that are like, oh, we don't like him, we don't like him. But you don't know what's going on behind the scenes either. You don't know what conversations he has with it. We don't know. I just want to see how it pans out. I don't really have an opinion for it. But I will say that I do see that the one and done rule is going to be changed. All right, so here's my thing. Yes. I was looking up something. Do you know who Kwame Brown is? Kwame Brown? Yeah. Sounds familiar. Kwame Brown was a uh, first-round pick, pick for the Lakers. Okay. Got injured and then got shuffled around. You don't even know who Kwame Brown is anymore because he came fresh from high school, I believe it was. He didn't even, like, I think just... I think um, I think the social experience of college as well is very important. Not just the paperwork. I think the the overall engagement. I think people would 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 benefit from it in in, in all walks of life. Just because you get to to, to meet different races and, and different, you get to engage differently. It, it it makes your mind think a little bit better. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think like. Not that I don't think that, you know, you engaging with people is, is is not good. It is good. But I think when you're a top athlete, like if you're a top basketball player and you go to Kentucky, mm-hmm. you're looked at as Kentucky. a piece of You look at like, Kentucky, Duke, whatever. You looked at it as a piece of meat. Mm-hmm. You're looked at as dollar signs. So you're not going to have the same experience as everyone else. The only experience or people that you can actually consider as friends, really, is your teammates and other athletes. You're not like... Everywhere you go, people know who you are. They're going to bombard you. They're going to ask for autographs. They're going to ask for pictures. They don't look at you as a human being. You don't have a regular interaction. So See, I don't think, like, I, I don't I don't think that when it comes to the top players, they're going to have that same experience than, than some of the players who aren't of that caliber. I got you. So what you're saying is because they're of that caliber, they're already being treated as if they're already they're getting trained. They're already getting trained to be a celebrity. They don't have that regular college experience. Like for those who are listening, I went to the University of Kentucky. They're preparing them for that celebrity lifestyle. They have security. Like they they you know tell them like you like you can't go certain places by yourself. Like they're mm-hmm. already being prepared and groomed for that life. So they're not even having like a typical college experience. And the only people they get to really befriend or communicate with, of course they have friends who are somewhat that are not athletes, but you feel more comfortable with the athletes because it's mm-hmm. like they understand. They're not looking at you as dollar signs Double, or anything. Devil's advocate. So if they're not in college, how are they getting groomed? How are they getting this knowledge to be aware of certain things, be aware of their surroundings, be aware of people that are 
are seemingly uh, wanting to be their friends, even though they're, they're not genuine. How are they getting this? You can go overseas. But but that's my point. At that point, you... you but then you're also, if you're going overseas, devil's advocate, you're going overseas, you're learning how to live on your own. You're learning how to be out of your comfort zone even more than you may be in the U.S. You're in a foreign country, don't understand the language, you're having to adjust. And also, mm-hmm. if you're in certain countries like China, you're basically, if you're a really good player, you are a celebrity. So it depends. I mean, I think every situation has pros and cons. It's just based on how it's set up. Yeah. I think college isn't for everyone. It's true. It's like not. non-athletes too. Yeah. So there are some kids that will do better going overseas than going to college mm-hmm. because they will have more focus on them and training them. College, you don't, the coaches don't always focus on fixing fundamentals they don't have time yeah but overseas they can work on that and also you can always go back to college you can always go back and get your degree that's true it's not it's not going anywhere that's true okay all right i don't have any more devil's advocate scenarios to give <laughs> no nah, i mean listen i've had so many conversations about me. i've had so many conversations about this because like you know i i've seen what these top players go through in college and the thing is, it's like, it's really no different than them being in the NBA. They're basically a celebrity in certain places, except they just have classes. That's it. Like, that's mm. pretty much it. Like, yeah. you know, and I, I just I just think that there should be additional options for people who the certain system doesn't work for. And I'm not saying go to LeVar Balls, but if it's overseas, go overseas. If it's... um. His thing, sure, if it's the G League, whatever. If it's going straight to NBA, cool. But you have to be, the thing is they have to be realistic. Gotcha. They just have to be realistic about their situation and everything like that. But I don't have a problem. Like I said, I just want to see how it's put together. I'm not going to judge it yet. Yeah. But, you know. Well, that's true. Well, I'm, I'm judging it. I don't care. That's fine. <laughs> you can judge. I'm judging it. You can judge. That's I fine. I worry. I just worry about the youth. I do. Oh, my gosh. Them going to his league or going to the NBA is the least of our problems when it comes to worrying about the youth. That's true. (laughs) Like I said, they can always go back to college. You can do your degree online, too. All right. Fine, Aaron. All right. (laughs) What else are we talking about today? Bang, bang. (laughs) I lost this round. (laughs) It's all right. No, it's okay. Like I said, I had this conversation so many times. I used to be a sports writer. Yeah, I feel like they trained you (laughs) over there. That's what happened. They trained you. No, I just... Aaron, when you go out in the world, you you defend your honor. (laughs) Lord have mercy. You let the world know that we take care of our people. No, man. It's just some of them, some some of the current NBA players, they're my friends. And like... I know some of the emotional things that they go through. Like, it's hella lonely sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, I there's just certain things I'm able to see a lot more than other people. Than other so I have, I, I've kind of opened my mind to other possibilities, opportunities. I, mm-hmm. I don't like to, I'm, not, I'm never going to tell someone what they need to do with their life. But gotcha. I, like I said, I understand that certain situations aren't for everyone. I agree. Okay. All right, fine. All right, what else are we talking about today? <laughs> <laughs> there goes that shit. <laughs> but talk about lifestyle, taking shit, not agreeing with things. Mm. I wish we had a ding, ding, Word. culture vulture. Yo, definitely. We're going to get some sound effects in the shit. I'm going to figure it out. Oh, we're going to get that. Listen, we're going to get that vulture. real quick. So 
culture vultures. This is yes. our, this is one of our topics today. Um, so let me tell you guys how this came about. So I was in my home uh, cleaning, and Maury came on. Now, for me, Maury is the original Ratchet TV. <laughs> Forget Mona. The original world the, star. Yeah, the original <laughs> world star. Anytime you went on world star, you saw Maury, you are not the father. And then shit goes crazy. Oh, I told you. I told you. So I thought to myself, is Maury a culture vulture? Like, really think about it. Yeah. The majority of his guests are, I, and I could be totally wrong. This, this, <laughs> I haven't done any research or anything. But in my brain, the majority of his guests are black or, or uh, you know, minorities. I never see these people pass the lie detector test. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, who had? Hmm. That's curious. That's actually someone... Whoever's a, uh, someone who does evaluations or uh, statistics, yeah, something. We need numbers. I yeah. want to know what is the the, the ethnicity that passes the most and the ethnicity that doesn't. Yes, pass the most. I want to. I want to know what like how many because I feel like every t I can't remember not and that's not like I even watch it that much. But anytime I catch it or something or a clip, they yeah. never pass. Like never pass it. <laughs> but he's always he's funny about it because he's like no. In this case, you, sir, are not the father. Oh, Lie right. detect determined that was a lie. <laughs> he <laughs> takes great pleasure in delivering this music. And then you got the girl, I told you, Nick, I told you, you ain't shit. Like, it's always something. I, I really feel like he's he's made his brand off of that. I feel like he's a culture vulture. But we're going to break it down. We're going to break <laughs> it down here. What if he just looked at jerry springer and try to do the opposite mm. what if that's what he was doing because jerry springer was popping he was yeah, like the on, yeah. one of the first ratchet tv one of the first because you had everything from like uh you know wife found out that her husband uh has you know has been uh, collecting dolls all his life and likes to dress up like a Dalmatian and yeah, some crazy lie. stuff there. Yeah, now thinking about it, he may be the real OG, the original OG. He may he be had, the OG had, of it. I mean, I don't know who else before my time, but Jerry Springer was definitely the first one where I was like, yo, this Jerry is so Springer, crazy. Yeah, Jerry Springer was like, like I watched Jerry Springer. Like, that was my shit. When Steve came out, I used to always <sighs> think, and there was this, like, urban legend uh, that Steve was related to Stone Cold Steve Austin. So we, I always thought that they were related growing up, and I know that that, that sounds yeah. fucking stupid, but in my brain, they were related. Yeah. But, um, and then Steve got a, a show or something that was trash. Nevertheless, <laughs> um, damn. Hmm. So then if Maury, but then does that make Jerry Springer a culture vulture? Or I, does it not? Uh, I wouldn't say culture vulture, maybe, but he. They kind of, they kind of started. They, they yeah. may be the OGs of Ratchet TV. Like, they really, are. really think about it. That's where my brain went. Like, they are the OGs of Ratchet TV. The extreme. The extreme, over yeah. the top drama. Uh, the storylines are crazy. The you know, yeah, they're they're the OGs of, of of Ratchet TV. Mona just took it to another level with Love and Hip Hop. 
and then all these other things, uh, mob wives and, and uh, yeah. real housewives and all this other stuff. But how it all first started? You know who also kind of, I mean, they didn't get as ratchet, but those court TV show or oh, programs. Oh, yeah, yeah. But they're not as ratchet. But that's, that's. <clears throat> I don't know. Some of it was crazy. I think it still kind of maybe fits in the genre. But I'm talking straight ratchet. Oh, straight ratchet. Yeah, those. Definitely, Jerry Springer is yeah, the king. Yeah, Jerry Springer and Maury, man. He was the number one. Maury was, no, no, no. Jerry Springer was the king of relationship mishaps. More specifically, the tri, triangle, triangle love problem. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maury. Yeah, yeah was the case of the baby daddy. Yeah, he That was his thing. Yeah, he was a lie detector test. He, he was, was yeah. oh no, we're gonna get right to the shit. So I'm gonna figure this out. He was that. Or but he also did some he also did some that had nothing to do with like kids like, oh did you sleep with my sister? Well, yeah, yeah. He or, had those segments where we were trying to get to the bottom of but things. But the baby and, daddy ones were the best ones. Yeah, the baby daddy ones are the, are the hilarious ones. It's you know what I'm saying you are the father. You I, had, I know you changed on me. And then the woman runs back she's like Yo, I was watching, oh my God, I was watching this shit the other day, and the guy, she said, yeah, you know, I caught you. You had those condoms in your pocket. Explain that. And then Maury's like, well, yeah, explain that. So the guy goes, nah, man, you never just be walking on the street, and people trying to save your life, and they got those little bags, so they're just handing out condoms. This lady handed me a box of condoms, and it had to be my size, so I took them. She was just trying to help me out. That was his story. Like he, he was hell bent on nah. Somebody somebody just gave him to me. Somebody just gave him to me. Credit card receipt, the whole nine. It just it just happened like that. I it's it's hilarious. I haven't seen an episode on the Maury show. I mean, there may be one, but I just I really wanted an episode where they come and ask the mother, like, is this the fella? And she just straight up says, I don't know. That's why I'm here. Like, Oof. I just wish she just said, yeah. I don't know. they always like, yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, he is. Like, yeah. I just wish she was like, damn, I don't know. Because that night Cancun, I don't know. Like, I want her to be like. <laughs> you want her to keep it a thousand. I, I would be like, I don't know. Not classic. I want her to be like. No, I said you want her to keep it a thousand. I said. Yeah, keep it a thousand. Like, I don't know. You know, I was, you know. It was my husband, Bob, and his best friend, Joe. I don't know which one. So that's why yeah. I'm here. <laughs> I just yeah, want to keep just, it a bug. Like, that's just going to be bad. Like, they'd be like, that's the father. Look at his eyes. And the father's black and the child's white. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> he got the same eyes. Word. <laughs> Yo, for the listeners, we need statistics. Can someone get us the numbers? I think we're already established that uh, Jerry and Maury are the, uh, are the originators of the Ratchet TV. I'm sold on that. I don't care what mm. nobody else says. <laughs> they they started this shit. I'm with it. Um, so now I want to talk about relationships. I need some relationship oh. advice. I need some relationship advice. Not for me, though. <laughs> friend of mine. Disclaimer. Friend of mine is going through some hard times, man. Some, some hard times. And as his brethren, I wanted to ask the viewers and I wanted to share this story and see what happened. Oh, man. So I'll give you some backstory. Grab your popcorn. I'll, gra I'll give, grab your popcorn. A friend of mine has been dating this young woman. Uh, they've been seeing, seeing each other for about six years. Met his friends, you know, but got close, obviously. They, they wanted to try their hand at being in a relationship. So they did. Throughout the years, um, they've had their, their problems. You know, he, he deals with uh, some issues, I'll, I'll say. I don't know if it's self-awareness. I don't know if it's... Uh, you know, just him 
dealing with anger issues. I don't know, but he 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 has some issues in a sense. Um, so giving more backstory, the the woman that he was with, um, she cheated on him twice. First time she cheated on him um, was because. Uh, she really just kind of felt like things weren't working. She wasn't getting attention, and she thought that, I guess, maybe he was on the way out. The second time, um, which I don't know if this, I don't, I don't, I don't know, but I'll, I'll say it to you. So they, they were separated, I guess, but they still were trying to figure it out. Yeah. She m- was messing with someone else again. Mm. Caught him, gave her a pass. But he said he did all of this in the name of love, right? <sighs> so as time passes... He, you know, they, they, they wind up getting back together. They figure it all out. And he then finds out that she's saying to him, you know, hey, I, I need a break. I, I, this isn't working. Something is off. You know, they're, they're not vibing right. Something's off. Fast forward just a little bit more. They break up. He's hurt. He's devastated. But he's still chilling. He's like, you know what? I'm cool. You know, mm-hmm. maybe we'll get back together. Maybe we won't. Whatever. Two days after his birthday. Two days later. Two days later. Ugh, you savage of a woman, you. Tell <laughs> me. He gets a Facebook notification. His ex is now engaged. What? <clears throat> That's cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. What? Cold-blooded. What? Mind you, and I left this part out of the story because I'm trying to, to give the Cliff Notes version. They were engaged. So she left one engaged situation. Double rings. And then to get a late birthday gift of finding out your ex is in another engagement. You are cold-blooded, woman. I won't shout you out, but you are cold-blooded. So the pickle for him is he doesn't, now he doesn't know if he believes in monogamy. He doesn't know if he thinks that this is something that's maybe he's going through or necessarily for him, like monogamy is for him, or that monogamy exists in general at this point. So now he's he's kind of going about the world just, just dating and just, you, just on some, I'm not taking nobody serious, fuck it. I don't know what to tell him. <laughs> like that, that's, a, that's a heavy thing. Tell him you can't judge an ideology based off of one experience. And I know that's kind of harsh for me to say, but if he himself is a monogamist Mm -hmm. and if he himself believes in love, then she's not, she wasn't the one. Yeah. And you shouldn't, you shouldn't change who you are and, 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 and be upset with like relationships and stuff because of her. Now, I will say, I don't know who your friend is, mm-hmm. but the one thing is, people always give red flags. Did he spot those red flags? They always give those red flags in the beginning, especially when you start first start dating. If you start ignoring those red flags, they become bigger and bigger. Or the situation when they first, when they first split up and before they mm-hmm. got back together, did he pay attention to any red flags then? Mm, that's true. I gotta ask. You gotta, you gotta. Sometimes I feel like we all get so. Let me call, let me call him that. So, hey man, did you know she was cheating before? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like I feel like some because I've I've gone through it. I've you know I've gone through a situation Everyone's before. Been yeah, we've all been, and I've gone through a situation where I was like, 
oh, you know, fuck love. I'm never going to get it, whatever. But then I'm like thinking like, you know what? I was stupid. The red flags were there. Yeah. I just chose to ignore them mm-hmm. instead of being like, I don't like this. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that like you should go and continue being relationships, continue having love, but just pay attention to those red flags. People show it to show it to you. People have a hard time like hiding the truth yeah. or, uh, or, or lying. It's going to come out yeah. and they show it in red flags. I agree. Yeah, I'm going to let them know. I felt bad. I didn't know what to tell them. I was just like, ugh. Tell them love so The only thing I said, fuck that bitch. (laughs) And he was just like, nah, man. But he's such a nice guy. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know all the the, the, uh, logistics. He could have cheated. I don't don't know. But I mean, he he don't, I I just gauging him a little bit. He don't, he don't really know. Well, he needs to go talk to someone because he's going to cause a trickling effect when you're hurt and you feel that way. And then you treat other women like shit that don't deserve it because of one woman treated you like crap. That's not fair. Yeah. That's not cool. Yeah. Like. But sometimes you got to be out here hurting, hurting some people just so you can find yourself. It's the truth. It's the same. It's the same way where. No, you can go. You can go I'm to therapy not, and talk I'm, to people. Not, Don't be going out hurting people. What kind of message you trying to leave? I'm not saying it's right. What I'm saying is, it takes for you to go out in the world and do some fucked up shit for you to get your humanity back to realize, hey, this isn't the way that things should be going. This but he's isn't knowingly right. doing it, and he knows it's wrong. Just from what I'm hearing, he knowingly said, "Fuck monogamy." I'm gonna be out dating. Well, he didn't say fuck monogamy. He, he, he's just he's he's just dating, but he doesn't know again if monogamy exists anymore. I guess that's his 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 uh his stance right now. He's like he doesn't at this point right now he doesn't believe in monogamy. He doesn't think that monogamy is something that is a real thing for him. For him, not to say in general. Yes, just for him. So that kind of confuses me though. Yeah. If he was the loyal one, then why doesn't it exist for him just because someone else did it? Well, I, again, I don't I don't know his back. So I don't know if maybe, you know, he had been cheating on prior to this relationship. So maybe he just feels like, all right, maybe relationships are my thing. There are people out there like that in the world that feel like our right, relationships aren't my thing. Like, it's just it's, I just don't do well with it. No, it's because they're afraid. Well, some people who do it is because they're afraid. Some people say, I, I, I just don't do it. But, but at the end of the day, everyone wants to be wanted. True. Everyone wants to be wanted. Even though they don't want to admit, everyone wants to be wanted at the end of the day. I agree with that. I so agree with they that. may not want to be now. When they're 80 years old, they're going to be like, wow, yeah. I'm lonely. I just thought that was a crazy story, nevertheless, and I wanted oh. to share. I got a crazy story too. Mm. Listen, this shit is wild. <laughs> okay. Uh, just letting you guys know, this is not my story. This is someone I know, um, but no names. Disclaimer. Mm. Um, okay, so in I, let's see, where to start? So this person, has, this woman was with this guy quite a long time. Got engaged. Uh, wedding happened, right? Mm-hmm. Went to the wedding. Guy didn't show up. Did he? Does anyone not want to get married? All this stuff. Couldn't find him. So now everyone's like, what the fuck? He goes missing. Of course, wedding didn't happen. Everyone moves on. Goes missing. 
Then, fucking, a uh, couple days later, they find him strung out on drugs. Not weed, not alcohol, but meth and cocaine. Mm. Bop, bop, bop. And, um, and then from there, like, shit just got even crazier. Like, he has always been an addict. She didn't know, and she definitely didn't, like... I guess she didn't notice the the symptoms or signs or anything like that. Then after, come to find out, this dude was like having orgies, having orgies with women, oh. having orgies with men. He's living the American dream. Sucking dick for cocaine. Oh, no, that's not the American, <laughs> that's not the American dream. Uh, Pause. You know, going online, finding people online, you know, oh, you wild. know, with the dating, not dating websites, but like those websites were like, like a Craigslist or social media and stuff like that. And just getting so sprung out, like doing wild, wild shit. You know, I don't want to get too graphic, but like, you know, actually, whatever. I'm just going to go. This guy was like, you know, he, he's straight. But when he's looking for his drugs, he going to do whatever it takes to get them drugs. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, prostitutes and crack houses. And like, this is like, all of that. No rubber. Damn, all so of he, that. He was living New Jack City. But on so many drugs, meth, crack, all that <laughs> shit. Like, I don't even know how he kept his teeth intact or his skin clear or anything well, like that. Well, that's what I'm about to say. This <laughs> sounds like super crackhead. This sounds like uh, uh, from the Chappelle show. Fucking uh, no. <laughs> Mr. Biggums. No, so he doesn't I, even look like him, though. But that's my my point is if he's doing all of this shit, like crack, cocaine, everything, like how does how does his appearance still look up to par? I guess from to what his his uh, wife is used to. I don't know. Maybe he just maybe it was more recent. Maybe it wasn't like a prolonged situation. But like mm. my thing is like you're about to marry someone who's the love of your life, and then you find out that they had a foursome with guys, a threesome oh. with girls, and did anything possible for drugs and then on top of that you were having intercourse with them like i would freak the shit out all right though but did he use did he use a condom though if he's, he's on get, if he's, he's sprung get, out on drugs you really think that he's thinking about putting a condom on yeah, it's not that bad if he uses a condom no, I'm saying if he's sprung out, you think he's going to put that? Think he's going to be like, well, I'm sprung out. Let me just grab this condom and put it on. Safe sex is the best sex. I don't know. He may be a germaphobe. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I don't know. I don't. I don't. No. 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 But it's crazy, though. It's like it also makes you think, like, do you really know people as much as you really think? Like, do yeah. you? Do you really know people? Or was it again the red sign or the red flags? Yeah, but my thing is what would have been the flags early on for your your friend? Like if if he was doing all of that shit and she didn't pick up nothing, like nothing at all, that means he was like he was doing a great job of hiding it. Especially if he probably did it in the house. Which is my point. Yeah. Like, if he had a habit like that, and that habit turned into a whole bunch of other things, he he was he was chilling. He was. Yeah, but I feel like you'll you can like you'll be able to tell if someone's off. 
Like there was someone, I can't lie, there was someone that I was seeing before who was a cocaine addict. I didn't, I, of course, like I, I didn't see them for like a year. It was only like a couple of weeks, but they were doing weird things like getting, going from like drastic happy to pissed at me to then happy. And I'm like, okay, either they're bipolar or they're sprung out. It's mm. one of those. So like when someone's high, like you can tell, like they just seem different. And then when they're coming down from that high, especially if it's like if they're an addict, that withdrawal, they're just like yeah. a different person. So my thing is like. You don't think he was just hungry though? I don't know. I don't. Like <laughs> which person are we talking about? The one that I was seeing or. Yeah. I think the person I was seeing. He could have been hangry. Hangry changes you. No, I'm hangry. I know the difference when someone's hangry. I get hangry. I got low blood sugar. If I if I don't get my food, I'm going to be mad. But, or let me, well, I'll be a bitch. I can't yeah. lie. But just feed me. That's it. <laughs> uh, no, I don't, I don't know. It's, I, I mean, it's kind of hard to, don't you think it's kind of hard to tell? Like, if you're just seeing them for three weeks, it's kind of, you can't really tell. But if you're with them for a long time, you can start. Yeah, three weeks versus over time, you should, be years, yeah, five years. you should be able to pick up on some shit. Like, you pick up on a, a person's habits. You pick up on their mannerisms. You pick yeah. up on their likes, dislikes. You pick up on a, a number of things that make it so you're you're conscious of who they may be as a person. Yeah. I just think people are, some people are more intuitive than others. Like, I can tell when someone's off. Yeah. Like... I knew there's something off of this person. And I mean, I didn't think it was drugs. I, was, I honestly thought they were bipolar. Yeah. And just like weren't taking meds properly or something. I was just like, this is this is weird. You went from being happy to now arguing me over something that's so stupid. And I'm like, hmm, yeah, I ain't you're lie, a guy. Man. You don't do that shit. What is going on? <laughs> I ain't going to lie, man. You dated crackheads. You dated uh, prostitutes. Not like... <laughs> Not committed no, dating not like going out on dates <laughs> i'm just saying that's new york though new york dating is kind of rough <laughs> it is <laughs> fucking like escorts and shit Yo, cocaine that ass. shit is crazy a lot of people i mean but i know people who do cocaine now and then like they're my friends that's a slow show a slow show i can't slow it's a social drug people do that shit like, yeah people do it but people I used to work with do, did that shit. Had it in pens. Had like it going t into, oh, into their lunch in, 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 in the car and do it and be walking around all types of high. Like that's it's crazy. Just what it is. Yeah, I mean dating. Had, yeah, dating was it was pretty rough. You either had people who were, you know, just trying to hook up all the time. People who that didn't want to be in relationships, but then did kind of, but then didn't. You got like people who are like low key, like escorts or strippers, or not that I have anything wrong with being a stripper, but like be upfront with this shit. Like, don't yeah. just, I don't want to find out by Googling, looking you up and find your name on an escort listing or some something like that. Yep, that happened. I, if you heard this story, that's yeah. happened. That, yeah, that wasn't me trolling, Aaron, like I normally <laughs> do. That was a real thing. Like, yeah, cocaine. Someone <laughs> had a cocaine yeah. addiction. That happened too. Hell of a drug. Uh, I know. What else happened? Yo, my dating experience in New York has been wild. It's been kind of wild. Man. It's been wild. But I'm 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 Gucci. I'm just focusing on myself. I'm just being happy. You know, chilling. 
Yeah. I need to hear. Well, I don't know. Someone may kill me, but <laughs> he's like, nope. I was like, I want to nope. hear a crazy story. Won't catch me in the streets. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I ain't right. in the streets. What other? What other? Uh, what other topics do we have today? Is that it? I don't know. I think I think that was a good end off. We end off with uh, Maury possibly in culture vulture, yeah. or and, starting the culture, or starting culture. We haven't determined it yet. And uh, either someone leaving an engagement, be engaged, be engaged in the same time, yeah. or stupid Craigslist drugs and woman. sex and craziness. Yeah, and, and whoever that is, go get help, man. You ain't got to be out here wowing. <laughs> like, it's a way, better way of living than going to mess up a perfectly good marriage. Well, we don't, I mean, I don't or know the full. to be. I don't know. Well, yeah. I don't know. Marriage is not for everyone. It's not. It's not. But, I mean, I'm just thinking about all that you paid to get there. Marriages are expensive. Oh, yeah, it is. Like, that's no joke. That's like putting two kids through college, depending on the person. And then it's two people are res- you and someone else are responsible for everything. You're are you responsible. You and, and sorry, I backed up. I had to stretch my back. Um, Pause. Lord have mercy. I'm a woman. I can say that. <laughs> It just sounds crazy. No other guys. I got to pause somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pause me for that. Fine. Um, damn, now you made me forget what I was saying. Yeah, it did. Because I'm thinking about my back. Oh, oh, wait, no. Damn, Brandon. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my back feels good, though. Oh. That's all that matters. Oh. All right. You yeah. know what? <laughs> We're going to pause this conversation, <laughs> mofo. <laughs> all right. You gonna are you, you waiting for me or do you want to do it? I'm gonna because I'm it. I'm paused right now. Yeah, you're paused. Uh, <laughs> so uh, once again, want to thank you guys for listening uh, to the listeners. Again, give us some feedback. What should I be telling my friend, and what should Aaron be telling her friend? What do we do with these crazy people that are in our lives, and and how should they handle their significant others or ex significant others or uh, drug users or whatever? So talk to us. Uh, hit us up in the comments. Let us know. Uh, once again, I'm Brandon Killer BHL. I'm Aaron Ashley Simon. And we out. No drugs.